We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, we have another Pat McAfee reaction video here for you guys. If you haven't seen the other one, which we posted already, talking with his interview with Jeff Saturday, please go do that. And also, if you haven't subscribed to Pat McAfee on YouTube, I don't even know what the heck you're doing because Pat McAfee is the greatest uh, at what he does. Uh, definitely is a huge inspiration on this channel. Um, anyways, guys, so we, I made a video on Monday or actually was it Sunday? Yeah, it was Monday. It was Monday that we released it of me going off on people all across the national media who whined and complained and threw a fit over the Jeff Saturday, uh, hiring as interim head coach and, I felt like I needed to say something, okay? Normally on this channel, we don't like to cause controversy. We don't like to call other people out on this. But for as bad as it was this week, where you had people calling it a disgrace to the coaching profession, said it was one of the people saying it's the most egregious thing that they've ever seen in the NFL, things that yada, 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 yada. We heard a lot of that. It was a lot of crap that was being spewed by the national media throughout the week. And... Fortunately, there's one guy in the media that is not like part of the national brand. He does his own thing and he actually has some sense. And that's Pat McAfee. He went ahead and called out some of the people in the national media during this. And I think it's important that we listen to what he has to say. Basically, a lot of the same things that I was saying on my channel. Let's go ahead and listen to Pat McAfee and what he thinks about Jeff Saturday's win over the Raiders. Fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And we'll be talking to uh, an undefeated NFL head coach 24 minutes from now. And Jeff Saturday, obviously, Ooh. the Indianapolis Colts get a massive win over the Las Vegas Raiders. And it has been a little bit difficult to kind of sit here and relax, you know, and not just completely 
go banana land about yeah. Jeff Saturday, uh-huh. friend of mine, former teammate, taking over the Indianapolis Colts team, which was completely inept before this week. It's been difficult not to just, you know, kind of start diving into the hypocrisy of the fucking losers on television who felt he, he gets up, he gets up off the chair. That's what you know it's about to get real, folks. Here we <laughs> to be puppets. Oh. And a sorry for some of the uh the cursing in this video, we can't help what Pat McAfee says on his show. Uh, if you don't like it or if you uh, have kids that are watching, we highly encourage you uh, either mute or, you know, click off the video. But uh, just to let you know, there will be a, uh, a few uh, curse words in this. So just fair warning. Well, tell me what to say. Tell me how I should feel. You're putting me on your television. I don't have any actual thoughts of my own because if I did have thoughts of my own, it wouldn't sound anything like what I'm saying right now. For instance, Joe Thomas, one of those humans who we have a lot of respect for, a lot of respect for Joe Thomas on the football field, okay? Joe Thomas was a great left tackle. Terrible mm-hmm. teams, great left tackle. Never made the playoffs, great left tackle. Yep. Every year he suited up and booted up and thought he was going to make the playoffs and be the person that was going to turn around the Cleveland Browns. He did his job. The rest of the Browns didn't. He gave a compelling argument about how disgraceful and disgusting it is that not only that Jeff Saturday was hired as an interim Interim head coach, which means the head coach got fired. We got to finish this season. It is a fucking shit show. As an interim (laughs) head coach, not a full-time head coach, not only him being hired, but Jeff Saturday even accepting the job. How did Jeff Saturday even think that he was ready for this type of position? That's the one thing I love that he said. Um, Listen, Cody, I've said it all along that I don't care if you want to come after Jim Ursay for making this decision. It's fair. It's fine. You want to come after Jim Ursay? He's the owner of the Colts. Okay, he's fine. He's a, you're allowed to say whatever you want about Jim Ursay. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day. But the fact that people like Joe Thomas even went after Jeff Saturday for accepting the job, I said this, Cody. Ninety five percent of Americans, if they were offered a job that they may not be qualified for based on what other people in the profession did, but yet you really wanted to do that job and you were offered the job, even if you weren't qualified for it, 95% of Americans are going to take that job. Whether they fail or or succeed doesn't matter. They're going to accept the job because it's something they enjoy doing. It's something they think they can do. They may not be able to do it because they may not be qualified, but they're going to try it anyway because somebody's giving them a chance. The fact that we have this moral high ground where people say they should turn down a job where they know they're not qualified to do it is literally the most ludicrous thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's keep position. going. What type of arrogance and ignorance and what type of piece of shit is basically what Joe Thomas was saying. Once again, probably being a puppet, being yep. told to say mm-hmm, these types sure. of things. Put me on TV. I don't have a job yet. Probably do that whole thing. And that's so funny because Jeff, er, Joe Thomas was on our show. And I didn't remember this until a guy named Nick Scroggins, I believe his name was on Twitter, sent us this video numerous times yesterday. This is what Joe Thomas said whenever I asked him about the Cleveland Browns potentially needing an interim head coach just a couple years ago. Who would want to be the head coach for the Browns, and why aren't you potentially going to be the head coach of the Browns? I think this might be time to maybe make a spoiler alert that I'm throwing my hat in, and I'd like to be the next coach of the Cleveland Browns. Hey. Oh, 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 oh,
Okay, so Joe. So again, uh, the hypocrisy is insane. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Two years ago, the man said, oh, I want to throw my hat in there and I want to be the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns, even though I have never been a coach in my life. I've never coached in college. I've never coached in the NFL. I just know that I'm one of the best players that's ever played for the Cleveland Browns. And I think I'm qualified enough to be able to go and do that, which is what Pat McAfee is about to say. But Again, my friend who's a Browns fan, um, he doesn't like what Joe Thomas said, but he did try to defend it by saying, oh, well, he changed his mind immediately after he said that. I'm like, okay, so he's a freaking liar. He's a liar then. He's, he's, a, he's a BSer is what you're telling me. Like, again, that's the hypocrisy that I hate, Cody. That stuff right there. Yeah, it's like at least be consistent with your take, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's keep listening. Thomas said he would like to be the next coach of the Cleveland Browns. Remember, they were looking for a new coach. Why, why did Joe Thomas at that point think two years ago, three years ago, that he... And also, by the way, if anyone didn't see or remember the video, he said in the interview on the NFL Network that that's the reason why he didn't want to be a head coach is because he wanted to, you know, see his family and have a life outside of football. But yet, two years ago, said he wanted to be a head coach. So, you know, he's contradicting himself. That's where the hypocrisy comes in. He had any fucking right in even saying that he could be, is it because he's the greatest player they've had? Is it because he spent years and years and years and years in that building with the turnover, with what saw that team be good and saw what that, that team was terrible at doing? Is it because he maybe thought he knew football pretty well? Is it because he thought he knew the NFL pretty well? Did Joe Thomas say to us on January 3rd, 2020, that he would throw his name into a hat? He didn't say that, but his name into the hat to become the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns because he thought he might be the only one that really cares about the Browns enough to turn them around and make them a, a good program? Or did, did he say that because he wanted to spit in the face of every single coach that has had to work and grind and sleep on couches before getting that opportunity of being one of only 32 NFL head coaches? So he's either disrespectful or he thought that he could maybe do something nobody else could do with the Cleveland Browns. Either or pretty disrespectful to all the coaches that he had met and talked to in the past. Now, I don't think Joe Thomas is a bad guy. I think he's a puppet. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he felt obligated to say something because somebody told him how disrespected they felt as opposed to looking at it from a realistic point of view. This is an interim head coaching role. The Indianapolis Colts have underwhelmed everybody on earth, including their fan base, literally since the jump this That is very true. Very, very much so. (laughs) Season when they tied the fucking Houston Texans in Houston, and the Houston Texans are the Houston Texans. (laughs) So when Jeff accepts this job and there's backlash and fire everywhere and Bill Cowher goes on CBS, Bill Cowher, who was hired at the age of 34 to become the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, and to Bill Cowher, a man who I am a fan of, William Cowher did a lot of great things for Pittsburgh. His jaw, his spit, his passion, his intensity, his yinzerness was something that was very inspiring for all of us, and he brought a lot of happiness to Pittsburgh. With that being said, he got hired at 34 in his hometown to be the head coach of the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. So if he maybe caught a bunch of fire whenever he got 
got hired for not earning and deserving the job that he took. And he now wants to project that onto Jeff Saturday. He can hang, take that up with himself. But Bill Cowher, shut the fuck up, dude. He said, why didn't John Fox get the job? Why didn't Gus Bradley get the job? It's their first year in the building. And to be honest, the team has stunk since they got there. You think Jim Mercy who wants to hire an interim head coach goes, you know what? These guys just got here. And although they're doing okay, the defense isn't bad. Do I want to hire these guys who don't know? They don't know anybody here. They're just working with the team. They don't know the building. They don't know how we operate. They literally just fucking got here and our team hasn't been good. Jim Mercer says, do I want to hire them? Or Jim Mercer say, you know what? Give me a guy who played 13 years here. And that's the thing, right? Like, I didn't even mention that in my video, Cody. I didn't, I blatantly didn't realize that. But, like, that's literally the point when they were talking about, like, oh, you know, like, uh, why didn't Reggie get it? Why didn't uh, why didn't any of these other guys who have coached in the league before get a chance to do it? He brought up a good point. Like, why why would we want? Uh, first off, Ursay doesn't seem to not trust anyone in the building. You know, he tried to trust Frank Reich. Obviously, that trust was lost when you know this team decided to underwhelm in every aspect of anything right now and he doesn't trust anyone in the building and that's why he went out and got someone he can trust and then like pat mcafee said gus bradley and john fox they've been in the building for less than a year they know their jobs but that's literally the point who's to say they actually do a good job there and then on top of it when we talk about reggie wayne and some of these other guys like that and that like can it be enough cody to just say maybe some guys don't want to be the head coach like they throw these names out there like Reggie Wayne and Bubba Ventrone, who, you know, if you force them to do it, maybe they would. But maybe there's some guys that if you asked them if they genuinely did want to be the head coach, maybe they would just say, nah, you know, I, I think I'm good. You know, I'm, 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 I like the coaching spot that I'm in right now. You know, I want to do the best that I can for this team in the position I'm at. I don't really want to take on that extra responsibility. But no, it, 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 it doesn't matter. It just has to be, there has to be someone else in the position coaches that has to know what they're doing. All right. It's it's ridiculous. Like the, all the assumptions that are thrown around are just absolutely insane. And oh, I just hate it. Absolutely hate it. Yep, absolutely. Give me a guy who's in our ring of honor. Give me a guy that has won a Super Bowl here. Give me a guy that has sweat, bled, and puked on this field for this program, who has built the Lucas Oil Stadium, the stadium in which we call home, alongside Peyton Manning and others. Give me a guy who wants to be a coach, has been a coach, and maybe understands what this program's supposed to be, and he hires them, and they all get shots. They all take shots. Jim's obviously a racist who hired Jeff Saturday, and Jim has no clue what he's doing. Kyle Brannan or Joe Thomas. And-, and that's the hilarious aspect of the racist thing when it comes to the Rudy rule. Uh, folks, he did hire Jim Caldwell and Tony Dungy, who, by the way, did uh, was the first African-American uh, head coach to win a Super Bowl. So, yeah, that's uh, that sounds like a racist human being. But let's go ahead and move on. In that, uh, in that entire program uh, promo that he cut from Germany while being a puppet for people. Said, oh, he's hiring his drinking buddy. So he's taking a shot at Jim Irsay in his state of mind and everything like that. Kyle Brandt called anybody that questioned his uh, his words of Jeff Saturday's hiring internet booger eaters. Damn. Yeah. Guess we're internet booger eaters, Cody. That's what Kyle Brandt thinks of us. Uh <laughs> That's that is the thing. I also I did not like the fact that Kyle Brandt did that. Like I know Kyle Brandt is a very smart guy and 
He is a very passionate person when it comes to things that he's passionate about. But, you know, in this scenario, like that is a really bad thing to do uh, when you call people out like that who disagree with you and call them names of things of that nature. And especially when now you look just look like an idiot. I mean, really, that's the truth. Okay. Okay. These people, Jeff Saturday, former player gets a head coaching opportunity. Jeff Saturday gets an entire group to buy in. Jeff Saturday could potentially be the next blueprint for what teams might do in hiring former players, which by the way, I believe, and I got a lot of people telling me that that's a wrong assumption, but those people are obviously right more often than not. I'd assume these people on the internet, I believe that this will help with the minority coaching percentages in the NFL if former players are able to get fast-tracked to more important positions as opposed to having to wait around and do bullshit that you're supposed to do whenever you're 22, 23, 24, 25 years old. Instead, they're in their 30s because they had a very prolific NFL football career. Jeff Saturday couldn't have got hired at 34 to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts because Jeff Saturday was playing for the Indianapolis Colts. Bill Cowher got hired as a head coach at the age of 34. Jeff couldn't have done that because he was fucking trying to win for the Indianapolis Colts. I just think the backlash was absurd. I think the win was huge. And if you see the team and how that offensive line performed, how the fucking Jonathan Taylor performed, Matt Ryan got the start over Sam Ellinger, which allegedly is what the entire building thought was the right move. Everything he did was good. He gave the boys a victory Monday. They're back on Wednesday. We'll be talking to him in like 17 minutes. I just think it was a great... That was that was the funniest aspect of Twitter yesterday, Cody, was that every time Pat McAfee tweeted something, it had something to do with Joe Thomas or uh, Bill Cower as a gif or a picture in the tweet uh it was it was hilarious watching him troll the hell out of those two uh they deserve it by the way yeah great day to be Jeff Saturday, and I think it was a great day to remind these people that get on television and just echo sentiments that they're told to say, like parrots and puppets. Like, you're allowed to think outside the box. Jim Irsay's allowed to decide for his team that we don't want to go with the people that are in the building that have led us into this thing. I would like to go somewhere else for an interim head coaching job. I just think the conversation was so loud, and I'm incredibly happy for Jeff Saturday. I'm incredibly happy for one of his coaching uh, coaches on his coaching staff. Reggie Wayne, yeah, who got brought into this cool. conversation, he's friends with Jeff. Edron James wanted to go say shout out to Jeff because his football life's coming out on Friday and he's been around the Colts building a lot. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Edron James chatted with Jim Irsay about Jeff Saturday potentially becoming the head coach mm -hmm. in it all. Whenever we chat with Jeff, we'll certainly ask him. But it's just, it was a wild week last week. Everybody was taking shots at a couple friends of mine in the organization and they get a fucking win. The other quarterback's crying at a press conference. I mean, this is a lot better than where we have been. So congrats to Jeff, and fuck off to all you parrots and puppets on TV that don't say what you really mean. There's no way Joe Thomas felt how he actually was speaking. No. There's no way Bill Cower actually felt that way. A man who was hired at the age of 34 to be the head coach of his hometown team. They just felt like they were grandstanding for somebody. And it's like, it's okay to maybe sit back and just see how things pan out before giving a ridiculous take and calling something disgusting and despicable and disgraceful. It's like fucking relax. The Colts are 1-0 in the Saturday era. Got the Eagles next. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, that's uh, the Pat McAfee reaction to um, what the critics were saying of the Jeff Saturday hiring as the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I agree with just pretty much everything he said there, Cody. I don't know about you. 
Yeah, I mean, it is just, it was absolutely insane what the media was saying, man. It's just like, you know what? Like at first, I'll be honest, I didn't understand the move, but like to go to that level, to call it egregious, disrespectful, like that's just like overreaction on overreaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's just ridiculous. Like, you know, and I I liked how you talked about in your video about it. Like how about all the other really egregious stuff in the NFL that nobody talks about? Joe Thomas didn't go on air and say that's egregious. So what what makes this more egregious than those other? The most egregious thing I've ever seen in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Sure, whatever. Uh, Apparently somebody didn't tell him that Dan Snyder exists. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like, I mean, there's so many things that are there's so many, so many. It's, it's, it's just- the, the, the ultimate point of this whole thing, Cody, is the fact that the overreactions was the problem. Like, listen, everyone had a right to feel some type of way about this hire. Okay. And to be honest, I think every single person in the world had some level of shock and awe and every single person felt kind of, huh, well, we'll see if this works out. You know, I, I don't know about this. You know, I'm sure even Pat McAfee stood back and was like, huh, well, I'm rooting for my buddy, of course. You know, I mean, that's a former teammate of mine. I'm rooting for him. I don't know if he's got it or not, but we'll see. I mean, we're just going to have to see. But you're, I think that's the thing. Even the people who hounded this saying this was a stupid thing for Jim Irsay to say uh, it's, have said, like, the overreactions to this move has gotten out of hand. And that's the problem with this. Yep. So Pap said pretty much everything that most of Colts nation is feeling right now. And a lot of people are saying, so yeah, absolutely agree with them. Yep. Absolutely. So again, shout out to Pat McAfee again, and the boys over there on the Pat McAfee show greatly appreciated. Let us know your guys' thoughts on this and what Pat McAfee had to say about the critics and be sure to check out my video where I basically tried to re-echo a lot of things that Pat McAfee said in this video. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.